Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. say that I will have the power to save the world. They hint, however, that I will have the power to destroy it as well. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We're super excited about uh, today's show. We have game designer Kevin Wilson, who's been working with Crafty Games to develop a new board game that we think you really love. It is... Mistborn House Wars. That's right. This board game has been designed from Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn series. Now, Crafty Games has already successfully been able to create a RPG game from Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn and Alloy of Law series. But now they've been able to come back and develop a board game uh, based around the house, the, the warring houses. So uh, we've got... Kevin Wilson on the line, and let's uh, let's talk to him now. So, Kevin, uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, and can you kind of explain a little bit about the board game and you know what role you played in designing it? All right. Well, uh, Mistborn House House War is the name of it, and it's basically a negotiation-heavy board game in which the players play the roles of the different noble houses. Uh, in the Mistborn setting. And uh, you're basically making deals with each other in order to solve problems that are happening in the kingdom. And some of these problems take the form of the heroes from the first novel, um, the, the Final Empire. And so when you solve the problems, uh, you, you gain a certain amount of favor with the Lord Ruler. Okay. And whoever helped solve the problem, you basically make a deal and you split up that favor however you want amongst yourselves. Uh, and uh, the nifty wrinkle is that uh, when the game ends, normally whoever has the most favor with the Lord Emperor, with the Lord Ruler wins. However, uh, there's an unrest track at the bottom, and if that reaches a certain level, the uh, the empire falls. And instead, whoever has the least favor was the winner. Oh, nice. I see. So you've okay. got to kind of balance it, you know, between between what are your partners doing and what are you doing. Interesting. I like right. it. Right. If you get too far away from the pack, then 
they'll start going for the other victory condition. So sure. Nice. So it's kind of is it kind of a resource building game then with a because it looks like uh, maybe I'm just looking online. So there's food, money, prestige, ska, warriors, and atm that you have to kind of balance out. Right. This is uh, depending on your house, you'll get a certain amount of the different resources each turn. And then you choose basically one of the problems that are on the board to solve. Okay. And then you're in charge of making the deal to solve that problem. You you can be like, oh, well, I'm going to put in three food here, but we still need two ska. You know, uh, Bill, you've got two ska over there. Would you come in if I give you three three of the favor from this problem? Mm, okay. You know, and then as, once everybody agrees, problem solved, you split up the, the, the favor, and the resources are spent. And then every problem that wasn't solved that turn falls down the board one space. And the thing is, is there's a limited time that you have to solve the different problems. Oh. And some of them are more or less urgent, so they show up in different spaces of the board. And once they fall off the board, they erupt. And then bad things happen, typically. Or at least bad for some people. Okay. Hmm. Now, are are there other factors that come into play, like uh, you know, like the Steel Inquisitors or anything like that, or the Ministry, or are those kind of not included, or that? Uh, the, the the Steel Steel Inquisitors, the the Steel uh, Ministry is one of the factions in there. Okay. Um, and they have basically a special ability where they're kind of uh, they don't get hit as bad by some of the bad stuff in the game. They can they can ignore some of the penalties because of their position, basically. Um, but uh, all the houses play a bit differently. There are there's there's resources you talked about. There's also personality cards. Um, and depending on your house, you'll get one or more of those a turn. And they tend to be different people from the novels, or they can also be uh, some of the you know they might be a soother or a or, you know an obligator or you know, Hayes Killer, any of these, uh, any of the characters you might run into, uh, Rioter, Smoker, and they're all going to have different effects on the game. Um, like a Soother can reduce the urgency of a problem, so that problem you have another turn to deal with it. While a Rioter, you can increase the urgency, so you'll have one less turn to deal with that problem. Things like that. Nice, I uh, like that. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, I tried to translate as, as much as I could thematically into the game. Um, even though there's, the, there's a fairly unusual magic system with the, with the setting. so <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true, but I mean, it kind of feels like you've kind of captured the essence of it in this board game, which is, I mean, kudos to you, because I'm just kind of looking at this, that, that would, at least from first glance, it would be a little difficult, but it seems like you've kind of got it in a pretty fun way. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with that part. You know, the the, the alamancy was the trickiest part, I think, of it. But uh, I think it came out nice. Yeah. So now, um, each of the the houses, you said they're competing for the, you know, the Lord Ruler's favor. So I'm guessing they have their own unique uh, abilities or s- special equipment or or anything like that. Or uh, most of them don't have. Most of them don't have a special ability, but they do have different uh, resource incomes from okay. turn to turn. Okay. So, like, a house venture gets ADM, uh, you know, on a fairly heavy basis. And ADM is 
also like it's a special resource in the game, and it also can be used as a wild card resource for any of the other resources. Oh, okay. So it's just it's you know it's the best one. So yeah. and they're one of the only houses that really gets much access to it. The Steel Ministry gets a bit too, but but the Venture gets more. Yeah. Um, but then you have somebody like you know House Hastings, and they're going to have you know warriors and money and prestige and maybe a few more uh, personality cards on average than some of the other houses. Hmm. Um, and that's going to make them feel very different because, you know, the type of incomes you get, the type of resources you get to play with are going to help you solve different kinds of things. And you can always do a two-for-one whenever you need to. If you like, well, I can throw any two resources in to get any one resource, you know, like... You're never you're never completely out of it, but it's really inefficient. You don't want to do it. Yeah. And uh, you only have you, you only collect your resources on your turn, and then it's got to go all the around go all the way around the table before it comes back to you and you get more resources. Hmm. Okay. It, it almost so. sounds like the resource. It sounds almost similar to the resource system from Settlers of Catan. There's just a lot of resource management. Um. It's uh it's actually closest. There was a game. A board game by Sid Saxon called "I'm the Boss," in which you ma- you're making deals as a group to try and, you know, make money basically. Yeah, yeah, and okay. You have to put in all these different resources in order to solve. You know, you know, red and green have to participate, and and blue has to participate in order for this deal to be made. Mm-hmm. Right, things like that. Right, right, right. And that was kind of like the the, the initial inspiration for it. And then just kind of went from there and added the, the the urgency to it and you know all the the special cards and and then that sort of thing. So I think that sounds like my favorite part of it is the time management that goes into it with the timeliness. I really like that aspect. Me too. Yeah. I absolutely um, I can't really escape. That's the game. It, yeah. it just takes a board game to the next level. Like having that time, having that stress, that sense like, of urgency. Oh, yeah, yeah so. I love that. It just it makes you just feel more competitive. It's such a rush. I love it. Well, and I like the indecision of it. Of okay, if you guys, you know, you you have to kind of pick a side. If you win after, you know, you 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 know the the how the how the how the you know the the empire falls or rises mm-hmm. depends on whether or not you win the game and it just depends on your choices i really like that adds an air of unpredictability an air of you know another chance well one thing i kind of like about this is it's you have this delicate balance it sounds like where you're having other houses kind of help you out but at the same time you want to come out the winner to have you know you want the lord ruler to favor you more than anyone so at the same time you're kind of subterfuging and you know trying to knock them down a peg or two so or or are you secretly trying to undermine the government maybe yes yeah. <laughs> we want the ska to rise up and take out everything. yes that'd be awesome all might to the ska so how okay because it is mistborn how do mistborn come into play in, in the game because you kind of mentioned soothers and rioters so how does a mistborn come into play so mistborn is another one of the the personality cards okay okay um, and what it does is basically um, the the card effect on it. It says it's it says effectively remove any one resource icon from the cost of the current problem to the end of the turn. So you play it down. You choose a resource that is removed from the card that you're trying to solve. And then, assuming the problem gets solved that turn, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. 
And and so what they do is they're very versatile. Is was the idea. As you know, Mistborns can do kind of anything out of the Alamancy. So yeah. the idea was that you get to pick what you're going to do with them. But I wanted to have some pressure on it, you know, some time pressure, so it only lasts until the end of the turn. If you fail to make the deal, then the card gets wasted. The, the Mistborn is no good. Yeah. And so you have to worry about that. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, yeah. I missed the the very first part. I'm bad. <laughs> I went and got food for my kids. But um, anyway, um, I was wondering if you, Miss Bourne, if you don't know anything about the book, is this going to spoil the book for you if you do decide to read it, and vice versa? Um, like, yeah. are there twists and turns in the game that I guess you should be surprised to hear? Do you know what I mean? Like, is this something that's no, going to... No, it doesn't uh, spoil any of the surprises from the novel. Okay. It's, okay. Uh, there's... There's some stuff in there, but most of the things that are that are going on in the game are pretty obvious. Okay. Very early on in the novel, that sort of thing. So. All right. Cool. Nice. I like that. So, kind of going back to the the Mistborn as you're explaining. So, say when there's a problem laid out, and say you need six ATM, two or four food, and two warriors, you could lay down the Mistborn and get rid of the ATM for that round. Correct. Is that how you're right. explaining? It? Okay. Okay. Yeah that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I like the fact that it's not out there forever. It, you got to finish it right then and there, or otherwise it's it's a waste. That is kind of cool. I like well, and I like that it's not just one person's the Mistborn the entire time, and therefore yeah. kind of the hero the entire time. It kind of it kind of fluctuates. Well, yeah, because I mean in the storyline, every house has a secret Mistborn. Yeah, who's so. floating around. Yeah. Now, here's my question. If I eat a piece of metal in real life, will my allomancy for my character increase <laughs> for that turn? I'm thinking no. See, <laughs> I wouldn't, I, wouldn't recommend it. I I'm feel cool. like that's a design flaw. We're I'm kicking him out now. I'm thinking <laughs> you're going to the hospital after that one. <laughs> I have a stomach ache. I lose the game. It's fine. So, I does... Besides the the kind of the favor part with the Lord Ruler, does he come into play in any other way in the game? Uh, yeah, he's actually one of the problem cards. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let me find him here. Um, he's one of my favorite bits, actually. So he comes into play and he stays in play for a couple turns. And he says, uh, "The Lord Ruler, this problem cannot be solved. While this card is in play, double all favor and disgrace gained by players." Okay. So yeah. when he comes in, he's paying attention now. Yeah, and yeah. basically, you know, the rest of you are all on, you know, under the eye of Sauron, as it were. So, hmm, hmm. I like that. Yeah, I really like that too. Now it's like, okay, cool. minor P's and Q's. We're gonna get squashed. <laughs> wow. My other, uh, there's uh, another favorite little bit in the cards is um, normally you make uh, you can, you can make all kinds of deals you want in the game. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty open ended, um, but. Pretty much only deals that are going to execute immediately are are you required to follow through on. So if you say, you know, I'm going to help you solve this problem for for the favor, and the person agrees, you immediately do it. You're required to do your part of the deal. But if you say, you know, I'll help you do this if you if you give me, you know, an ADM next turn. Well, now you're on the honor system. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that that wasn't an immediate deal, so now it's not it's now no longer, you know, enforced by the rules. Okay. However, there is uh, an obligator card in the game. And uh in in the setting, of course, the obligators are kind of like the lawyers, they witness they witness, you know, deals between the noble houses and they they record them. 
Yeah. And uh, so what this one does is it's uh, an obligator. Put this personality into play face up after you and another player or players agree to a long-term deal. Uh, it stays in play. The terms of the deal must be followed by all sides while this card is in play. So if you agree to a long-term deal that you don't intend to honor, but the other person puts out an obligator at that point, now you have to follow it. At nice. least as long as the obligator stays in play. If you can kill him off, you can still, you know, weasel out of it. <laughs> Interesting. I like that. So do keepers play a role in anything? I mean... Um, yeah, let me see. I'm pretty sure they're in here. Okay. Keepers. I'm, I'm excited. Like, everything is in here. I like it. <laughs> I don't know about the honor system thing. I don't trust it. Yeah, no, I was like, I will yeah. back tap. I was about to say, as long as make No, literally. Like, I don't trust you guys at all. <laughs> that's the nice thing about the obligators is, you know, they're, like you said, they're the, they're kind of the ruler, the judge, and if you, you know, even if a lord ha- or you know a noble house doesn't abide by their contracts, then you know we got still inquisitors knocking at door and stuff like that. And they, but we can, but we can kill yeah, them off. No, I, don't I don't trust you. Guys. I don't even trust myself. Or, or, or yeah, the K can, can kill the obligator. Yeah, if you can kill the obligator, obligator. yes, <laughs> you're all screwed. Yes, but you know, there may be another obligator. Or who knows? Maybe they, they have a misborn. That would be mm. my mission is to yeah. get rid of every <laughs> No, this is this is really sounding exciting. So you I, can cheat. Good so, job. Yeah. Good job, McKay. You know, yeah. yeah. Great honor system. Game, Good so. job. Yeah. Not playing with him. Note I'm to self. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, I can't find the keeper. Maybe I didn't have them in here, but you have uh, Candor Spy. I've got a uh, Haze Killer. Nice. You know, just a lot of different types of stuff in there. The, the Candor Spy lets you basically take another personality card and play and steal it put it in your hand nice. and so you can just take one of them away from them and now you you know now you've got the, the spy and then the, the haze killer can cancel the effects of any personality card that was just played hmm. you know they've got that that uh, they're 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 designed to cancel the elemancer yeah stuff. It's, it seems like you've kind of got all your bases covered for this world I mean even though it does have kind of a difficult magic system, it seems like you've been able to use the cards uh, to kind of replicate the world that it is in a board game setting, which is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, well, and it's amazing just hearing you talk about it. I mean, I'm getting nostalgic for the books again. I mean, I haven't read those books in, I don't know, a, a, two years, three years, whatever. And uh, we reread them last year. Yes. <laughs> Shoot. But uh, but I mean it's amazing. I mean it's it's bringing back all these memories now from the books, and it's really exciting. Awesome. Well, I was I've tried to you know really run with the theme as far as I could. I really enjoyed the books when I read them, and uh, one of the things I tried tried to really kind of embrace with this game was that uh, Crafty asked me to kind of you know you're playing the bad guys effectively, and so the good guys are going to come out as problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, so you know, when, when Keltier comes out, he's got an effect where if he would fall off the board and erupt, instead the unrest goes up and he stays on the board. And so he sits there and he just makes things more and more unstable as long as he stays out in play. <laughs> I love that. It's super cool. So you know, you as the noble houses, if you don't want the, the unrest track to go to the top, you got to deal with him pretty quickly. So yeah. And uh, at the end of the game, the the thing that, that triggers the end of the game is actually Vin comes out. She's one of the problem cards. I think she goes about halfway through the problem deck where you start her at. And uh, when she comes out, uh, when she's either solved or erupts, the game is over. 
Oh, okay. So uh, if she erupts, she's going to add four on rest to the track, and it only goes up to eight, so it's basically yeah, you know, so, half the so, track just by herself. Yeah, okay. Uh, or she gives out a ton of favor if you manage to solve the, if you manage to, you know, quote-unquote solve that problem. Hmm, huh. Very nice. So it, it can she can really swing the game when once she appears, depending yeah. on how the, the houses deal with her. But she doesn't necessarily mean the end of the game, per se. But probably she it does. It depends on when she's she shows half, up. She, yeah. yeah she's I mean, if she shows up early, the, then you're okay. But yeah, if she shows, but up, if she shows late, up late, yeah. then it's over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, she'll, she, she's going to end the game, but you can do things. You can stall her, you know, with a smooth oh, part. Right. You can stall for time. Um, and that sort of thing. So you can kind of kind of squeeze out another couple of turns while you try and, you know, he got a few more points here and there. I would feel bad stalling then. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's exciting to hear that they're kickstarting it because um, I mean, Kickstarter is a really good element to go through right now for board games and RPGs and things like that. So um, that's exciting. Let's see. Just trying to. Put, you guys have any other questions, real quickly? No, I'm, I'm a little I'm disappointed to... about that metal thing, but. Because you can't digest metal and you know. I have to digest it. I just have to. You Tell you know, what, next it. week we will bring you a crap ton of metal, and it'll make it a part of the show. I think that's we'll a good idea. Watch you eat it. You got a penny? I can perform alamancy. You got a penny? Give me a penny. Copper is a metal that can be used. I was about to say. Well, but but most coins have zinc in them as well. What is zinc? Does is zinc can be zinc be burned for alamancy? No. Okay, it's not no, one of the metals. It's not a pure metal. Sorry. Shoot. And technically, then you're See, out. It's not awful hey, for you. Aluminum though, I'm sure there's some. Oh aluminum yeah, foil aluminum foil. <laughs> well, it'll be oxidized though. That'll get in the way. So All right. We'll have to figure it out. I don't know why we're talking about this. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> well, <because laughs> I agree. It's part of Mistborn. That's part it's of happening. the magic yeah. system. You have to oh, burn yeah. metal. It's to true. Go to the things. hospital with him. Shoot a whole documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just light him on fire. Documentary. Like How not to play board games. Yeah, we'll make sure that we don't connect your game in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> now, is there going to be any dice in the game, or is it all just cards? Uh, it's all cards. Okay. It's uh, like I said. It's it's kind of a pure negotiation game. It's all okay. about nice. dealing and dealing. Nice. All right. That's that's exciting. Uh, so you're gonna get a nice, pretty map, I'm guessing, of Luthadel on the uh, on the board, or was that gonna look like? Like, I think that's what they were trying to get, you know, with the the, the volcanoes off in the distance and stuff. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. At least uh, that, that's what I used for the the prototype. At least I'm not sure exactly what they got for the final art. So cool. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, they keep that because that sounds awesome. That does. Yeah. Yeah. Having the ash mounds in the, mm-hmm. the yes. distance. And, you know the pits of Hassan. The pits. Ooh, ooh, that's with a really the, good question. How arms. does how do the pits come into play? I mean, I'm guessing that's where the ATM's coming from. But... Yeah, no, that totally is. That has to be. Isn't that the only place where they got it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have have you incorporated that into the game, as well? Uh, I I didn't. Alex might have. He okay. did a lot of work with the uh, the problem cards and stuff. Hmm. So okay. He might have slipped one in there. Cool. For that, but I didn't have a specific mechanic tied into the pits. Okay. So, what other games have you uh, helped design besides this? Oh, a lot of them. Um, let's see. Uh, Arkham Horror was... I was a co-designer on that. There's a Descent First Edition. Um, there's the Sid Meier's Civilization board game I worked on. Doom the board game. Um, I was one of the writers 
for uh, 7th CRPG back in the days. Oh, and man. also one of the designers for uh, the Spycraft, CC, uh, Spycraft RPG. Um, and then more recently, I've done an X-Files board game, and I have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles board game up on Kickstarter at the moment. Ooh, oh, that nice. nice. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you've definitely got some some really good titles under your belt. I mean, Seven Seas, I love that RPG, and uh, man, congrats on, on this, that success. Uh, as well as the the Ninja Turtles in this game. I mean, this sounds super exciting uh, for our listeners. I hope you guys go check this out because if if you haven't played the or read the books, this game embodies the books really well. It sounds like, and it sounds like it's going to be a super fun game. As well as um, you know, if you have read the books, you, you know, like uh, Aaron said, it's going to bring back some of that nostalgia and that fun that you had while reading. So, uh, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it, and it was really cool uh, talking to you about this this game. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks for having me yeah. on, guys. Okay. I appreciate it. Well, thanks. Yeah. Have a Thank you. See you later. Yeah, I want to give a big thanks to Crafty Games and Kevin Wilson for coming on, talking about their new Kickstarter uh, for the board game Mistborn House War. Now, this is a fantastic, exciting game. And for those of you wondering how you can get this game, the great news is this Kickstarter launches today june 15th which means you can help fund this kickstarter and make this amazing game a reality and then have your very own copy uh crafty games has always done a great job uh with their kickstarters and not only that because it is part of brandon sanderson's mistborn series i I pretty much guarantee this thing is going to fund it's not going to be one of those things where you make uh your selection and hope the kickstarter funds i'm pretty sure this is going to fund uh, and fairly quickly, which is going to be awesome because that means we're going to get you know stretch goals and all sorts of other really cool things that are going to be added to this game. So with that said, please help, uh, go fund this. Help Crafty Games make this board game a reality because it sounds amazing. And like Kevin said, he's got several amazing games already under his belt, so he knows what he's doing. So you know, again, I, I just can't say this enough. Go fund this. I'm going to go fund this right now. And with that said, I've got one more thing for you. If you're in the Salt Lake or Utah County area, which is where we're, we're it's our home, uh, Gamers Inn is putting on an amazing event this weekend. So on Saturday, June 17th at 11 a.m., they're doing a fun casual X-Wing play. Uh, so you get to participate in an open play for free or in a $2 tournament. Now, what's really cool about this is the tournament will be a Swiss format with the winner having the most points at the end. Each player will get a unique double-sided extended art card featuring Darth Vader and Luke. It's kind of their uh, Father's Day uh, special. Uh, Luke, I am your father. You know, kind of... They're playing off that joke. So it's kind of, it's really awesome. I got to see the card. It's really amazing. Um, one side is Darth Vader, the other side is Luke Skywalker. So it's going to be pretty sweet. And not only that, um, they're doing an extra special demo night on Tuesday, June 21st at 7 p.m. A local game designer, Rob Hicks of Midnight Campaign Games, is coming in to demo his board game, Goblin's Breakfast. So. Check it out. Gamers Inn is always doing really cool stuff like this. They're always busy. They've got encounters on Wednesday. They've got X-Wing. They've got magic tournaments. You name it, it's probably going on there. And they've got friend a they've got probably the fr- one of the friendliest staffs I've dealt with in quite a while. So, 
you know, with that said, you know, we're, time's up. We're out of here. We'll catch you next time. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the Geek Revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger uh, more entertaining interviews we can get so please 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 help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help so with that said i'm gonna say we're out of here and catch you next time and of course join the geek revolution